Hello everyone, before we get started, don't forget to subscribe, click on that notification bell, share, like, dislike, comment, let us know what you're thinking. You could also leave a review and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you want to leave a donation to the Angel of Words podcast, you can cash app us at A-O-W-E-N-T. Now, today... On the Angel of Words podcast, we will be talking to Francesca Carrasco, human resources expert, on deck on the Angel of Words podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Angel of Words podcast. I am your host, Angel of Words, and today we have human resources expert, Miss Francesca Carrasco. Miss Carrasco, thank you for joining us today here at the Angel of Words podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. Well, you know, human resources is everywhere. I didn't know what the heck that was until I, you know, got a corporate gig um back in the days and i'm like yeah but what's this it's like you just don't start working you know i'm just <laughs> dealing with the with the with the owners themselves but this is a big deal and um i'm glad that you're here to talk to us because you know sure. you've been the director the generalist you've basically ran the gamut of all, all human yeah. resources jobs so um i want to start off with you know what does hum- human resources mean to you and why is it so important to the hiring process and the overall tone of the company so um, HR is basically that main function of any business, really. Um, you can't really function properly with more than 20 employees without an HR person there. Um, so I've literally been like one person HR for about 12 years. So I've done every aspect of HR there is. So it's not just onboarding, but it's onboarding the payroll pay, pay as well, Um benefits it's um employee relations it's training it's management it's coaching um it's basically just making the business run as swiftly and smoothly as possible as efficiently as possible um it's mainly if that it's that one person or that one department that you go to when you have any issues, right? So whether you're like the police, you know? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> basically. That's why my man uh, hated them on the office, you know? They always had that situation. Basically, it's for the police and the firefighters as well yeah. because any issues, we have to deal with it, right? Yeah. So it's anything that comes down to it, it's literally, it's all on HR at the end of the day. You're like the mom of the company, you know, the mom the slash popo. Psychologist, yeah. The psychologist. Yeah, it's everything and anything, really. So oh, my God. It's that must be nuts. Lot. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people that don't really understand what HR does, they're like, oh, you just push paperwork all day. Yeah. And it's just like, no. but you no. work for big companies. You work for small companies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you know what it is to deal with a plethora of different personalities. That must be nuts. Yeah, so it's dealing with all those personalities, making sure that all those personalities fit. Like, yeah. when you hire someone for a job, like, I don't just hire them off of skill set. Okay. I hire them off of their personality. Okay. You know, if you... You can be great at what you like do, yeah. but if your personality is horrible, I'm not going to hire you. So you have to fit. You have to fit the you team structure, I guess. And, and and you know, and but do you? I mean, but do you actually ask those questions, or is it like more the manager's side, the executives? Me. 
It's all really? Me. Yeah. So you so you've been involved. I'm really the first the round. I'm usually the first round to like hire. So if if you make it past me, then you yeah. go on to the to the next department or the department head or the CEO. Oh my god! But so you have to make it past me though. So you're the most judgmental person I probably <laughs> ever met. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you walk around just judging people all day <laughs> like yo that must be crazy i mean i have a very i have a very r- refined skill set for that i'd say yeah um i do judge people but i do give them a chance as well um yeah. there have been some people in the past that have come in to interview for me and I've jumped them off the bat, but then throughout the interview, like they're just amazing at what they like do and yeah. their personality just shines through. And I'm just like, you completely amaze me. And here yeah. you go, you know, like you have the like job. So it's just, that's just how it's been. Um, but these days it's different with like hiring through zoom and stuff like that. You know, like these days HR has changed a lot and it's evolved a lot, especially during the COVID pandemic and a lot of new rules from like OSHA guidelines and the CDC and the world health, like HR has changed so much in that aspect of things that it's not just the usual things that we have done in the past. So it's usually what we have done in the past plus COVID as well. And plus keeping everyone in the safest as well. Um, do you go like to, to a special school? Like, is it no, something no, that's no, provided no, no, no. by your employer? So, How does that work? So there are trainings for it, for yeah. like tracing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like there's free courses on like um, it's a website called Cor- Corsia. Um, I take a lot of free courses there. Um, it's just basically just up to up my skill set on just making me more alert on certain things. But they have a course there that's like a tr- uh, tracing course. So it basically goes through on how to start the tracing. So if so, if one of your employees is like sick, how far back do you have to go to trace it? What do you have to do? And like steps like that. Um, but COVID's become a lot and it's landed all on HR, unfortunately. So it's whatever we had to do in the past plus COVID now. Wow, that must be crazy. So it's crazy. And then you're doing the Zoom. But I figured the Zoom would be easier to get a gauge on people's personalities. I don't know. Because like the way they act on camera to me is like the way that you really no, are. No, no. You know? I'm totally different. <laughs> I'm totally different in person than yeah. I am on camera. Yeah. Um, especially like now, like I've done a lot of interviews for my own self because where I where I was prior, um, we were closing. So I had to interview a lot through Zoom. Yeah. And eventually you got the hang of it. But at first, like you're nervous, like you're really nervous because it's just like you're not in person. And I feel like your personality shines through when you're in person. And when you're through the camera, it's only in this little piece and it, it just shows this and like that's it. Yeah. You know, so it's just like you have to try, I feel like, a little bit harder during these times to get a job. And unfortunately, a lot of companies now, it's not just that one interview that you would normally go through. It's like four or five, six rounds. And it's hard. It's really hard. Well, now, in terms of like, you know, because there's a lot of talk, you know, in the country, especially, you know, the election's over now. But like, you know, there's been talk of like systemic racism, things of that nature and like hiring based, not hiring somebody based on what their name is. Have you ever experienced that in any of these locations you worked at? Um. Not really. I've been very lucky at the places that I've worked where we've tried to be as diverse as possible. Yeah. Um, I guess I had one job that was mainly like white 
I'd say. Yeah. Um, but we were trying to bring more of the minority factor in there of more of a, a diverse factor there. Okay. I was mainly the minority person there. And I'm Hispanic, but, you know, like, so me being there for about like a year, a year and a half, like I did bring on more, um, but they were trying to expand before they like weren't. They were a very Chinese driven business. Mm -hmm. um, so then when I when I came on, I was basically in charge of the HR here. And so then I basically just brought on more of a diverse factor there. It's mainly just changing how people used to think. Um, I feel that when you go into a business and it, they're very old school in that sense, yeah. it's harder to change someone's mind if they're older and if they're not willing to actually change. Yeah, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Exactly. You know? <laughs> the age-old adage. Yeah. Now, Francesco, talk about compliance. I never want to go there. Compliance, <laughs> <laughs> labor relations. Are you involved in that aspect? Uh, you know, um, it's about keeping everybody compliant and up to date with safety. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. Um, it sounds. I feel like this, the word sounds worse than it really is. Sounds very uh, scary. It's an intimidating does. word. You know, it does. It does. But it's just mainly making sure that people are safe at the end of the day. That's really yeah. what what it is, and making sure that we're following all the new rules and all the new guidelines. Um, that's mainly what the compliance factor is. But now with COVID, like you have to deal with that as well. Oh Lord, that must so, just be a whole hot mess. Yeah. It was l literally during like the middle of it because we're still in it, but during the middle of it when they kept changing laws every other week, like it's hard to keep up because yeah. it's not, you're not only dealing with your, with those laws, but you're dealing with your regular HR stuff as well. And then during me, because we were closing down our stores, we were dealing with the business closing as well. So not yeah. only was I dealing with COVID, but I was dealing with the riots that were going on because those might have affected our stores. Oh I was God. dealing with the fires out in Jesus. Cali and Portland and stuff like that because those could have affected our stores and our associates as well. And then I was also dealing with, um, there was one thing else, I forgot what it was. But I was dealing with all of that. And then on top of that, we were closing down our stores. And unemployment, I would imagine, processing Un those our, files. Our unemployment, thank thankfully, the job that I had, we had a separate department for that yeah. um, for the past year. So, I mean, that was great. So they got to deal with all of that. So I thankfully didn't have to deal with that. Oh, thank God. But it's we did have crazy. to deal with people quitting because, you know, our company is going, going down. So people needed to find certain things for them, which was great. But it left me to pick up their stuff. Oh, so Lord. I had to learn how to how to do comp. I had to learn how to do this. I had to become an Excel expert within a matter of a week. So it was just extremely these past seven, God, eight months Excel have been extremely OD difficult, <laughs> man. Everybody was like, nah, you can take the trainings and see everybody it's always not, says it's, it's easy. Not basic. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's not basic. easy. It's easy once you learn how to actually do it. Right. Yeah. So now, like, since I've been doing it for like a, a couple of weeks now, now, like I know exactly what to do and how to do the spreadsheet and how to do a pivot table yeah. and this and that. Before, like, I knew the basics. Yeah. Now so, you learned all the formulas. You don't really have to know the formulas mainly. It's mainly all about, like, how to do a V, a lookup, and an H lookup, and all all those different functions that Excel can do. Once yeah. you learn how to do that, that's when you're actually set. The, that, must, that must have been a lot of fun, you know? Yeah, it was, it was, it was tons <laughs> of fun. Yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're when you're in quarantine at home, like you know, there's nothing really else to do. So, I guess that was the the trade off for it. God, you know? 
Wow. Now, HR also make my favorite part of my HR training, like my official HR training. You had HR training? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, well, you know, I got hired and then, you know, I didn't, I actually, I didn't interview with HR first at, my, at the company I, I worked at. Um, I actually interviewed with the managers and then they told, they told HR like, all right, we're ready to go with this. There's some, there's some places that, that do do that. Um, I've always been the one person HR except for my, my last job. So it was. It always had to go through like me. Wow, that you love responsibility, don't you? I do. I'm actually starting a new, a new job. Do they tomorrow. pay you well for this? Because I'm damn. I'm like all these damn tasks. Like I'm hoping you making like six figures easy. Like you gotta give me that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really all depends on the level of HR. Right? So gotcha. I've been in HR for thir- thirteen years now. Oh yeah, so you possibly up there. more. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, bad. That's so, what's up. Yeah. Jinx on you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Now, um, yeah, no, but I was talking about these amazing. They, they, when I did the training, um, it was through the le- learning and organizational development. Okay, do you have that? Oh, no. That's so intricate. I'm like, God, there's like a whole class. Like they, co- they, they called it uh, the company's university. And well, they- that's yeah. yeah. So that's probably for your separate company itself. Mm-hmm. Um, at my prior job, we actually did have our own university there as well. It's all about the training and the discrimination and sexual harassment. You have to go through all of those trainings in order to start with us. Yeah. So I'm sure that it was that same that same thing. Yeah, was, there was no was sexual harassment. That. It was pre Me Too. I'm, let's okay. talk about that actually. The Me Too <laughs> wave. Like, how's that changed HR? Because like, you know, now you got to be really, really careful. You know. I don't really feel like it has. Really? In all honesty, because we've always been that careful. We've okay. never, you know, like you never really crossed that, that line. That's what HR is there for, yeah. is to make you not cross that, that yeah. line, right? So I feel like, if anything, people have just become more aware of it. Yeah. But in the HR aspect of things, we've never really crossed that line before. Have you ever had to do any of that sexual harassment drama? I've... What do you mean, like the like, yeah, training? Well, been, yeah, no, not the. Well, I'm sure you've been part of the training, but do they come to you with the issue? Like, it's yeah, something you have to mediate. Of course. Oh God. Of course. Yeah. What's the funniest story? You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I used to work at a smaller company a couple of years back. Um, and we had a lot of men that worked there, yeah. right? It was mainly when I started on board. It was me and maybe four other women that worked there, and in total, there were maybe sixty of us. So I mean, imagine that, right? So it was just a lot more of a ratio to like men. Um, and at some points, like men are men, right? So eventually, yeah. like they're gonna hit on you, like they're gonna say s- yeah. something that you're gonna take the wrong way. I just, I've just learned to like roll with it and just like not really pay attention to it. Others don't do that, and that's fine because that's their right not to do that. Um, So they've come to me to complain, and then I've had to do an investigation and then kind of train that person on what's appropriate to say and what's not. Because a lot of people don't think like certain things are appropriate and certain things aren't. I'm very much that, that like type that. If somebody comes into interview and I'm the one that answers the like door because at that certain place I I was right by that like door so I had to. Um, I would have a guy come in and be like, "Oh, I'm interviewing blah blah," blah and then they would call me love or hun or sweetie, and I'm yeah. like, no, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah. 
I'm HR here. Got like, it. you do not disrespect me in that way. God, I'm surprised I haven't got fired from my job. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that late. I'll be honest with you. When I go to HR, though, I'm like a whole different person. <laughs> a lot of people are. You, I'm like, you, yo. A lot of people are. Like, at my past job, um, I'd, I'd have to go v- visit stores. Yeah. And when I walk in and they know that I'm HR, they change up. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, like, I don't want you to change up. Like, yeah. I want you to be you. Like, I'm me. I'm not going to change. Yeah, but for, you're going to tell them you. not to be you. You're gonna, they're going to be them. And you're like, ah, you can't be you. Sorry. I, I want <laughs> I want them to be respectful. Yeah. But I feel like they should always be yeah. be that way at work. Yeah. Right. So you like play a certain role at, at work. Right. So at, at, at work, I have to be very much an extrovert. I have to be that like friendly type that like giddy type you yeah, know that, that bubbly like, situation bubbly. yeah and you know me i'm not like that yeah so it's just like i'm an, and i'm a very much i'm an introverted person yeah i'm extremely introverted so even to do this here right it yeah. takes a lot out of me but yeah. i can do it because i have extra well we can stop the interview right now if you want you know? <laughs> no but i'm just saying like you always play yeah. a certain role that's a fact no i hear you and right. I feel like a lot of people, they don't understand that when they come into work, whatever business it actually is, that like they're just themselves and that's it. And it's just like, no, you have to play a certain role. Like you're here to do a job from eight to five or eight till whenever. Mm-hmm. Just do your job right. And just if you need help. I'm always here. But play a certain role. Don't just like be who you are and think that that's okay because it's just not. It's not yeah. okay for anybody really except yeah. for the CEO. You have to have a work personality in other yeah. words. And I feel like every person does have that. Like any person that's higher up has that because who I, who I am at home is not who I am at like work. Okay. You know, and I feel like a lot of people are like that, um, but they just don't really say that. Got you. Now, let's talk about cultural awareness, too, because sure. that's a big deal. Yeah. You know, uh, you have to know how to deal with different cultures, different ethnicities, what not to say, what to say. Like, how difficult is that for people, especially in this growing, you know, mixed world that well, we live growing, in? Growing now is like different. I've, I've had a lot of um, culture issues, I'd say, at my last job, um, just people seeing different things and. I had like one person then call somebody like Aunt Jemima or something like what? you know yeah and it's extremely and she dis- got canceled this year too. It's Clyde Fan Jemima, you know. Extremely disrespectful. Yeah. Um, but it's also kind of like you have to train, right? It's all yeah. about training. It's all about making sure that your employees know what's appropriate to say, what's not appropriate to say, how they can come at somebody, how they can't. It really relies on training once you've instilled that that like training and if they still do something then okay you're termed but if you haven't given them that training and they don't know any better you can't really expect that much from them you know so it's not only just the employee itself or themselves it's about making sure that they have the right skills to succeed in whatever job they actually are in whether they have to deal with different personalities and different cultures and different backgrounds and stuff like that this is New York, right? So we're yeah. Now you're dealing with handicapped people, you're dealing with mute people, deaf people. Exactly. Like you know, exactly. it's a whole different ball game over exactly. here. Exactly. So it's just more about opening up your mind and having that like ability to just work with them, even if you don't like them. Yeah. You know, that's all on you. That's your that's your thing. But at work, like I said, it's a personality thing. You have to kind of change that personality at work to deal with certain individuals that you might not like because 
whatever it is, you know, but you have to get the job done at the end of the like day. And that's really what it's about. Now, do you force the executive to, to the executives to, to, to watch the modules and to push that on their, on the people that the subordinates, do you push them to watch those kind of modules? Like, do you create like modules and stuff like that? Like, how do they get this training? Is it verbal trainings? Yeah. Like yeah, the trainings, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've in the past, like I've created like PowerPoints and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I've done the trainings for each department that I've been with. Um, and it's the department head and their employees learning at the same time. Right. Yeah. And if somebody has a question, they can always ask. Um, but it's mainly instilling what you learn in your day to day things. So, yes, it has to come from your management team because you look to your manager for everything at that point. And if your manager isn't doing it, then you're not going to want to do it. Right. Yeah. And then you're just going to be like, well, why do I have to do it if he's not? Doing That's a it? fact. Yeah. You know, so it really has to come down from like them and they have to instill it and they have to believe in it. Because if you don't, then you're 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 not going to want to do it. And then your employees aren't going to want to want to do it. And then I literally just did the training for nothing. Yeah. And then I'm going to write you up because you're not doing what I'm telling you to do. Have you ever had an issue with people and they're like, yo, I can't be fake. I can't not be myself. Cause I always tell people you have to have different personalities. It's not about being fake. Yeah. I'm not a fake person. When yeah. I'm at work, I'm not fake. Yeah. I, I play a role. Yeah. But I'm not, fake. but that's acting. You're being fake. You're pretending I'm to not, be something I'm else, which fake. to me, it's fine. No, you no, know no, what I mean? No, no, like no. people don't understand. So, like, so there's a there's yeah. a there's a difference. Enlighten and, me, please. Um, I'll, I'll I will explain it to you. So I'm not being fake. So fake is someone that will be some way to your face, then turn right back around and like talk about you or whatever it is. I'm not like that at work. When I walk through those those like doors, I'm that extroverted person. I'm that person that anybody can come can come to that anybody can trust because I have to be that person for work. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying that when so don't I don't trust when you I outside of work. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but I'm not saying mess. when I when I like go home, yeah. like I'm like, oh, like fuck this, fuck that. Like yeah, I'm no. not I'm not I like you. that, I you know? You, yeah. But it's just more about having that extra bit of class, having that extra bit of elegance, grace professionalism yeah. when you're through when you walk through those doors. Yeah. It's not about being fake. It's about being classy. I'm a very classy person in yeah. or out of work. Yeah. But when I'm in through those doors, I have to be professional. You know, gotcha. I can't I can't curse. I can't come at you a certain way. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a little bit different. Yeah, it can't it's be abrasive. You just, can't be insidious. Thing, you know, I, I got you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a very aggressive person just by nature itself. Mm -hmm. But I'm aggressive as well in my role just because I am the HR director or manager or whatever title right gotcha. so i've always been that one hr person so i have to be i have to have that aggression that assertiveness gotcha but you have to do it in a certain way that's not gonna tick somebody off you know rub them the wrong way because yeah. then you get more issues on top of those issues exactly and then you have to deal with that and then it just it just spirals from there and then people learn not, not to trust you and in hr it's all about the employee is trusting you and yeah. trusting to go to you for anything that yeah. they actually need. You're like the den mother, you know? I'm the psychologist. I'd rather be called like a psychiatrist <laughs> what do you or a psychologist. What do you study to like to, to the do HR? You got to have like multiple degrees because it sounds like you got to have like a degree in finance, a it's degree mainly, in psychology. So <laughs> this is crazy. So, no, like I've, um, my background is 
psychology. Gotcha. Um, so I've dealt with all those personalities and stuff before, you know. But a lot of HR, in all honesty, is mainly on the job training. Gotcha. Like you can have all those skill sets and finance and this and that, but if you've actually never done it, you're in for a whirlwind. Yeah. Like I had a lot of people at my last job because we were like closing. I had a, a lot of people tell me that oh. Um, like people that have never done HR before and like worked in like stories are like, Oh, like I'm going to go into HR and I'm just like, so you think you can do what I do? What? Really? So you coming to me for every single thing for the past six months yeah. means you, you think you can do what I do? Yeah. Okay. Sure. You were training them. They were getting to you. That's sure. crazy. Sure. There is people a hundred percent can reach me and are far above me. I'm not going to say I'm the best because I'm a hundred percent. I'm not, but somebody starting out or somebody that's never done it. And is telling you that they can do your job, whether it be HR, whether it be whatever your certain skill set is, you're going to look at them and be like, no, it's not that easy. Yeah. You know, it's not just dealing with paperwork. It's not just dealing with payroll. It's not just dealing with the benefits. It's, Number one, fighting for employees to have more benefits that, th that they had prior. It's being on their side. It's dealing with every employee relations issues that comes through the door that's on you. It's dealing with all of that plus your actual paperwork that you do have to do at the end of the like, day. It's not that easy. Man. And people think that it just is. You have to love work, work in HR. I do. You got to be I built for work. it. You have to I have a certain work. temperament to be in HR. I do. I Man, do. I have a lot more respect for you guys now, you know? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> I would never want to have that job. <laughs> like, it's, you must have the patience of a saint. This is crazy. Uh, it's very stressful. Yeah. Um, it's very stressful, but one of the things that drives me and w one of the reasons why I love my job is because at the end of the like year, or at the end of the like day, when somebody comes to you and they're like, thank you for pushing me or, or thank you for doing this or doing that or without you, like I still wouldn't be here. Like all of that, that appreciation and that they've shown that towards me, that literally means the world to me. Oh, that's sweet. That's and nice. so then it's just like if I'm able to help you change your like life or help you change your mindset or help you keep your job and make you better at it that's really all i really need yeah so at hr you're not really trying to get people fined you're trying to no, help you're trying to foster no. th th their growth i guess you can yeah, say 100 percent. nice 100 percent. everybody's so scared to go there because they think they're gonna get they're gonna get canned they, they think so because like we have to be there or we're yeah. the ones to like term you but in all honesty terming is a lot because it's not just terming you it's not just letting you like go and number one it's a lot of paperwork on the back end and uh, number two we still have to find somebody to replace you and then three when we do find the person we have to train them too and that costs money as well so it's not just because we want to fire you we're going to fire you if you're doing something wrong or if we've given you enough chances and you still haven't improved mm -hmm. then yes we're going to fire you wow but we don't i'm not just gonna walk in or you're just gonna walk into like my office and i'm just gonna be like oh i don't like the way that you're looking at me you're like fired it's it's not that easy. It's not that simple. I mean, there's sometimes I wish it was, but it's not that simple. Yeah. Wow, man, that's wild. Let's talk about that offboarding, though. Sure. That offboarding must be a lot of fun, man. Have you made people cry before? Like I, I have. Damn, yo. And I don't mean to. In all honesty, yeah. Take this time out to apologize to that person. Tell me they mean <laughs> to, you know. <laughs> no, and it wasn't. They weren't crying because of me. They were just crying because they were termed. Yeah. But it's a lot of emotions when somebody gets termed right yeah. and regardless if i like the person or like not 
it's never fun to term them. Yeah. Like I've termed people that I necessarily didn't get along with, but it wasn't fun for me. You know, like it's not fun. Like I'm, I'm having somebody lose their like job and they possibly have kids and a family and they have to go back. Like, I don't like that responsibility on me. That's probably one of the worst things about my job. That, really? that well, I have Trump to do. is available now. Maybe you can hire him. I, I mean, I would have a fun time firing him. <laughs> I'd, I'd make it very, 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 very right. But, um, but no, like it's never fun to fire. Like people think that it is, but at the at in the back end of things, like when you really think about it, it's not that you're just terming them from like the yeah. business. Like you're changing their lives. Yeah, man. Like drastically. But my thing is, like, what did you do to get to that point in life? What do you mean? Like, what did they do to get to that point in life? You know, it's, it's like you got to look things. into yourself as well. Like exactly. So it's like if I like, mean we- we've if if. If we've given you chances, right, and we've given you, like, a performance improvement plan to, like, improve, like, whatever you're, like, doing and telling you that, like, the business is going this way and you're going that way mm-hmm. and you need to, like, figure it out. Yeah. And if you still don't, we can't do anything to change that. And unfortunately, yeah. we're going to have to let you go. But yeah. that's not on us at that, at that point. Like, gotcha. we gave you that chance. Yeah. But it's still not fun yeah. to, like, fire. In all honesty, it's not. God. It's probably one of the worst things. What was the worst experience you had behind that table? Um, when I fired somebody? Yeah. <sighs> Did you ever have to fire somebody you liked? Yeah, I have. Damn. What was that like? I have. Um, it wasn't pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also why HR is in friends. Yeah. Isn't friends with yeah, you people. don't give out your number to people. No, <laughs> <laughs> like, Definitely like no, like not people. They'll triangulate like, your coordinates. No, <laughs> like I was never allowed yeah. to be friends with people that I worked with. Yeah, I wasn't like I, like like all of the smaller companies that I worked for. Now I was the only HR person there, and they were like, "Don't make make friends." Yeah. And when I was younger, I never understood it and I hated it because everyone else was friends and they were all going out. And I felt like the outsider because like I couldn't and they would all ask and I'm just like, I can't, I can't. And then afterwards they stopped asking because it was like so like much that I said no. I can't chill with you guys. You don't get it? No. But then afterwards when I realized why they would say that because I was the one to have to fire, I was the one to have to implement all those different policies and yeah. procedures and the changes and stuff like that and if i'm friends with you yeah you're not gonna I take know, it if you're seriously. partying up like yo bitch but we were just doing some exactly. molly the other day like how you gonna find me i didn't show up to work because of you <laughs> like, exactly yo, so it's just like crazy. i yeah. i understood why they said that because i yeah. i couldn't wow that must be nuts yeah, but at my last job, it was a little bit different because I yeah. wasn't HR for the whole place. Mm-hmm. I was HR for the stores. Yeah. So I had friends that were on the same level as me or a little bit below me, but um, I had friends there. And I think that's why I loved my last job because I was able to make friends and I had that bond and I had yeah. those people that I could like get at my frustration on and be like, oh, do you know like this happened, that happened? They're like, oh my yeah. God, really? Like, you know, like I had those people that I could go to. In, you- in the past, I, I never did. Really? Yeah. Damn, that must damn that sucks, man. Yeah. What happened? COVID got to that place? Unfortunately. Damn, COVID gets everywhere, man. It's COVID like the shit that, that I'll never everywhere. Leave. Like that's I'm I'm gonna miss that job so much. I mean I've started a new job tomorrow. Um, but again, I'm the only HR person. Yeah. So Damn, because now you gotta create all this like uh, new policies and procedures because you have to if you're like the only one you really have to stay on board with that right? I mean stay yeah. on point with that yeah I don't know what I'm walking into oh, I'm man. I'm very excited um, but I'm very anxious and nervous as well so yeah um, 
we will see what how that turns out. Well, hopefully, if they let you hire a team, you hire whoever you want, and then you know you can make friends with them. You know. No, I can't. Because the can't. HR people always hang out with each other. Like, what happens yes. when you have to fire? What, yeah. what happens when you have to fire your own HR person? Do Usually HR people even HR get fired? <laughs> Not really. No. <laughs> no. Right. I never hear that. Yo, that's crazy. Not really. No. I never heard yo that girl from HR got fired. Because Burp. we're on a. I feel like we're on a different level, right? Yeah. So it's like it's not that we don't do do two things wrong. So I feel like in HR person is a little bit different, right? So we yeah. have no issue taking accountability for things that we do wrong. We mm -hmm. have no issue for wronging for righting our wrongs. We have yeah. no no issue for actually being like, I I was the one to fuck up. Let me let me fix it by doing this this and that. Gotcha. So I feel like since we're from a kind of a little bit of a different cut. That's why a lot of us, if you're good at what you do, mm -hmm. you don't really have to go down that path of getting fired as long as you make your wrongs right. If I don't take accountability or if I'm like, no, well, she did that, so let her fix it, I would probably get fired too. Gotcha. Because we're not that type of people. We're like, okay, maybe she had done it wrong, but I'm going to go and do it right. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of mind frame that you have to have in order to to succeed in every in any really p position that you are in because it's not just you it's your whole team yeah and if one person does one thing wrong okay fine don't like make a huge deal about it just go and fix it even if you weren't the one to to do it wrong fix it got you i don't see how that's such a big deal to people and you well surprised. some people no i mean i i would i mean i am surprised but i'm not surprised it's like really you really gotta adjust your personality you do it's but, but i think it goes back to that thing like oh i don't want to be fake but it's not being fake it's like you said you have to have a work flow work you know your work personality that's you know just what, what it, it's what it is it's not about yeah. being, being fake but it's also about not even having a work personality at that point it's about seeing making the business grow and having yeah. passion for what you actually do so if Sally wronged this certain thing and you know how to fix it, why are you making such a big deal about it? Just go and fix it. Yeah. I don't understand why people need that. I don't understand why people need that appreciation factor or that acknowledgement that they, that they, that they fix certain, certain things. Like eventually people don't understand that eventually when they, when they do certain things right, people see it you don't have to tell them that yeah you know like you don't have to be like oh i fixed this and i did this and i did that no it's a team effort i don't think i've ever used the word i it's always been about the team we we or like my like team you, you yeah. know like i've i've always I've, I've always been that certain way that it's not just me doing it because it's not at the end of the like, day like i might have made a certain project or report that we had needed or something but at the end of the day, it's a team effort. And a lot of people don't really see that. They're just looking out for themselves. And gotcha. then that's when they get into issues because they don't want to fix a certain thing because they don't want their name on something that had to be fixed. And it just doesn't make sense to me. But there you go, guys. You got you to adjust. You have to be part of a team. It's, yeah. a, it's about anything, really. Yeah. Like in, in any business relationship, it's being part of a team. Yeah. In any personal relationship you're a team right yeah. when it's you and your girlfriend or your boyfriend like it's part of a team it's not like oh like she did that wrong so i'm just gonna let her fix it no like when you're together with some person like you go and you fix it together or you teach the other person how to fix it it's all about working part of a team
Now, what do you tell the executives that manage these teams? Like, because it's always issues with supervisors and managers, man. Like, they're not taking care of their business because they're not treating the team as a team, or they're they're belittling them, or they're chastising them, and but they're not coming up I with say like chastising. That's a that's a, that's a wrong word to use. You know. <laughs> um. It's just about training. It's yeah. ma- management training. Because um, they're not sensitive, these executives and these supervisors, man. They get they get a little bit of power. Some of them are. Yeah, I don't some know. Some of them are. Some of them are because they understand what it is to find somebody that does what their employees do and have to train them, yeah. right? So it's kind of like if during like performance evaluations, if your supervisor knows what you do, but there's something you, you need to improve upon a certain thing. A lot of people aren't willing to state that because they're afraid that you're just going to leave. And then they're going to train a whole new person to come in. And that takes a lot of time. Yeah. So there's some su- supervisors that aren't willing to actually give you the criticism that you need to like grow and to expand. Yeah. And then you do you're you are you have those others that they're very higher powered and they think that they own you. And that's not right either. But either which way, they all need to go through the same the same exact training. And whenever that does happen, HR is there for the employees to go to them and for them to tell them what exactly had happened and for an investigation to be to be formed at that point. You know, it's not just it's not okay for somebody to come in and put you down every five seconds. Like that's not what a job is about. Man, I be feeling I feel like going to H all the time, but I'm like I don't want to deal with the fallout, man. I feel like a there lot of people. No I, 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 nah, I feel like this fallout, man, because all of a sudden, you know, they they go up to the supervisor, and then all of a sudden the supervisor knows that it's you, and it's like, yo, how you know it's me, man? Like, you know, there's like 12 people on my squad. How you know it's not somebody else? You well, know, because I feel like people have a lot of fear to go to HR and really discuss the issues, man, because I've seen you know, I, I've heard a lot of stories, man, especially during the covid situation. Like they don't have the right equipment to be working where they want to work. And they're, mm-hmm. they're they're regional managers who could probably fire them on the spot or asking them to do things that are not that are not healthy, putting them yeah. in home's way. And they're scared to say something because they have three kids and they don't want to lose their bread. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, and that's why it's very important to have that trust between you and your HR partner. Gotcha. Right? It's very important to have that, like, trust. It's very important to be able to go to them for anything because that's what HR, in all honesty, is there for. It is, yeah. to, is to help you and to help you do your job right. Yeah. Now, if you don't feel safe or if you feel like you're being talked down to and you've you've tried to to fix it on your, on your own, but it just you're just too scared to, then go to HR. That's what they're there for. If yeah. they're not going to help you, then why are they even there in the first place? You know, like yeah. I help every single person that comes to me. Yeah. I don't turn them away at all. And there's no fallout. There's not allowed to be legally. There's not allowed to be a fallout. Yeah. You know, so whatever. If you say something against your supervisor, then there's an investigation that's formed. But at the end of the like day, whatever issue is, it might get cleared up. And then you might have a better relationship with that person that you didn't think liked you or that was putting you down or that was trying to push you, but they just didn't know 
how to go yeah. about that certain way. They're doing it wrong. Because I've had supervisors tell me, who do you think you are type of situation, man? Because, like, you know, it's not that I'm confrontational, but I, I'm, like, I'm not scared to speak up. Like, I go with the flow, man. Like, I'm confident in my abilities That's to get other jobs. That's that work personality, though, too. You have to know your place as well. Yeah, but, I mean, if, if your supervisor's coming at you crazy, man, sometimes you got to pump their brakes. I mean, you That's know. That's when it, you go to HR. You yeah? Do not pump your, your like, brakes. That's your work personality. Really? You can't, you so don't do pump breaks everyone don't be like me it's about going it's about <laughs> no because at that point you're yeah. you're kind of looked at as like a challenge because oh. you went against a superior that was above you mm. you know so it's kind of like you don't really want to do that because you number one once you pass that bridge that level of respect isn't there yeah and then if you don't respect the person that you're working for yeah you're not gonna be able to work with them so instead of doing that you go to hr and then if you need to talk it out between you and him then you guys go into a separate separate room and that's fine yeah but do never 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 be little anyone really but if if you feel like that confrontation co coming on and that you need yeah. you need to speak up Never do it in front of anybody else. Wow. I wish I would have talked to you before all Never my conversations that. with bosses over the thing. years. That's the worst thing that you could possibly do. <laughs> I'm the worst. Because at, I'm better off here on the point, podcast just talk it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, because in all honesty, if if you do do that and then you go to HR, HR yeah. I can't help you at that point. Yeah. You already passed that line. So, all right. So you have to complain. Complaining is good because it gets it off your chest and then, you know, you don't sure. you don't come at somebody crazy. Yeah. You know, we're keeping it real on the Angel yeah. of Words podcast. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, if I don't you have like a job, the word to complain. I mean, but, but it's what sure. it is. You're going to HR to complain, and 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 uh, how do you say? Um, you're you're voicing your issue. Yes, complaining. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're getting stuff off your known. chest. I you're mean, I guess it's like known. therapy in a, in a sense. It, yeah. That's why yeah. I say I'm a psychologist, yeah. right? <laughs> so you're you're just making your issue known before it gets to a certain level where you're not yeah. going to be able to back down from. There you go, guys. That's really what it is. Take and a deep breath. Exactly. And it's having that work personality in order to be able to take that, that deep breath. You know what's so crazy? I always used to make fun of people that are always going to HR for every little thing. But I guess that's these the, days. Yeah. You have to these days. Really? God. God. See, that's so great because that now changes my mentality. Well, I don't know if I'll, I'm ever going to go back <laughs> into that corporate world ever again in, different, in a different manner, you know, but still, like, it's good to know that because I can spread this knowledge on to other people that that I know and be like, look, just go to HR. Just, you know, that's really what that's it is. Because people get, you know, people make get made fun of because there's a culture of you make fun of the person that's always going to HR, but they're actually doing the right thing. But the whole thing is, so yeah. I've created kind of, so I'm a little bit different than the typical HR person, right? Gotcha. I'm not that HR person that's just behind their desk the whole the whole entire day i'm that person that goes out that gets to know my employees that talks to them not just about business but about personal as well because gotcha. you know we all like to think that our personal lives stop when we enter through those doors but they definitely don't yeah all right so it when i speak to my employees about like their personal life or whatever is going on and they they get like certain things off their like chest that helps them work better and it helps them be more efficient so i'm the type of person the hr person that goes each desk and just talk to them for like five minutes and, and making sure that their mind is set and that their mind is right and then that helps me with the whole trust factor right so when they need me for stuff they don't see it as going to hr they see it as going to the person that I actually trust so it's it's a little bit of a different mindset if you if you are working with an hr person they might not be the same as me 
yeah. I feel like I'm a little bit different cut just because yeah. I've started from the ground up with HR. So I've I've learned a little bit differently. I've learned to get into the trenches and to if like IT department needed help, then I go and help them. You know, I'm not just an HR person. Yeah. And a lot of HR people aren't like that. So, I mean, I understand if people don't feel comfortable going to them, but that's what they are there for. And if you don't feel comfortable going to them, just explain to them, you know, this person, I understand he's my team lead or whatever he is. But he had said, stated this to me and I don't I don't feel that it's right and I'm not comfortable working with him and I'm coming to you before anything further goes goes wrong. Got you. Because I just want it down on paper that I came to you. At least you have that backing if something does happen in the future. Wow. Wow. I'm happy you're a corporate. You always need to have your like back covered. Well, you know, Catholics are impervious to like psychology, man, you know. <laughs> it's unfortunate, you know. I can't see myself going to HR. I'd rather just deal with the situation head on. You know? No, you need to have your back covered. <laughs> yeah. And the the like number one rule that I even go by that I've gone by yeah. for years is if it isn't written down, it didn't happen. Wow. That is so true. That is the world we live my in. My number one rule. That was my biggest. That That's actually literally like my biggest judgment. That's why I realized like, oh, God, like, really? Like, don't I take do anybody's this. word for anything. Yeah. Make them write it gotta down. Write it down. Damn. 100%. Wow. God, snitch, 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 baby. <laughs> snitch all day, you know? And then people wonder why snitching. we live in such a snitching culture. It's not about snitching. It is. It's about keeping your, your like, no, I'm job. Just saying, I'm, I'm, being jo- I'm just joking. It's not you. about yeah. snitching. Don't, like, change it. <laughs> it's just about keeping your job and making sure that it doesn't become toxic. Gotcha. Nobody likes going into a toxic environment, gotcha. you know? So, yeah. It's mainly just keeping the peace. God, so you just like keeping freaking diaries, book, books of diaries of people's issues with Dude, each other? I could other? probably like write like a book or like sell oh like a movie. Oh my God, on, we'll like talk about that, that later, man. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I hope you write it. You know, you know, that's, that's my specialty. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll make some bread. That's crazy. Of course, of course. God, that must be nuts, man. It does become nuts, but at the end of the day, I kind of love it. All right. When did you realize you loved it? What made you want to get into this field to begin with? Um, so I actually used to be a caseworker, social worker, caseworker. Oh, God. Um, I loved my kids. Dude, yeah. I would do anything for, for like those kids. Um, yeah, they, um, they were like the baddest of the bunch, but they were my heart. Okay. Like I loved them to death. Um, I still keep in touch with some, some of them, and it's been over 10 years. Um, but that job doesn't pay unfortunately and that job was so heartbreaking yeah that job was heartbreaking seeing a kid getting taken away from their parents or having one of the kids tell me that they love me more than their own mom just because like i do more things for them you know like it's it was it was heartbreaking social work is heartbreaking man such i really i really hope with this new administration that they start paying these people all the respect in the world because they definitely need a lot more more money than what they're making to like deal with it um but unfortunately i had to get my bills paid you know and it wasn't even just that because at the end of the like day it's not really just about the money factor but i couldn't i couldn't take it like my heart just couldn't take it like I was so deep in it, and I loved my kids so much, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Do no, it. I mean, you could only be in a somber place for so long, man, before you start breaking down. You know, yeah, it's not no, easy. No, it's not no, for no. everyone. You no, know? it definitely isn't for ev- every everyone. Like I was there for about three three years, I'd say. Um, but yeah, it was just it, it was heartbreaking. But now I'm actually um I'm 
I do like a side gig kind of. I'm an HR director for a nonprofit. Okay. Um, so we actually, we haven't started yet. We're a startup, but we should be opening our doors in the new year. Um, it's for like high schoolers that want to, um, that are more musically inclined and want to practice music at like a college level or professional level and stuff like that. Really? What's the name of this not-for-profit that's opening up? Music Breeds. Music Breeds is where? It's in New York City? It's on Long Island actually. Okay. Um, but we're accepting kids like from all over. Okay. Um, so I mean, it's something great that we're trying to start. Um, the founder is a, music- a musician him- himself. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of an amazing thing I'm, that I'm able to give back like I used to, right? Because like I loved my social work world because it was a lot. Um, it was very it was very satisfying in the fact that I was able to change people's lives and stuff like that, right? Um, but now with music breeds i'm on the hr side of things so it's a little bit different yeah um but i'm able to kind of do both you know so i mean that's why i like my job now um but in music breeds you should go check it out um we are actually doing a turkey giveaway um next saturday nice those turkeys can be expensive man they can be expensive so for the two oh you order them too right you're the one that orders them no no no. he he actually did he's actually very very involved involved involved. i I haven't i haven't i haven't um but yeah no so for the first 200 people we're giving away the free turkeys and we're giving them like a little brochure of what we're gonna do and what we're trying to do and stuff like that so I love yeah. the arts. That's awesome, man. 100%. You're doing a great thing. That's what's up, man. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Wow. And you get the kids around you, but you don't have to deal with so you don't have to deal <laughs> with them so intensely, you know? Very true, very true. Well, uh, Miss Miss Carrasco, we've reached a point in the podcast where we're gonna play Five Words with Angel. On Five Words with Angel, I'm gonna give you a word or a phrase. You're gonna tell me. The, the first thing that comes to your head. The first word or phrase that comes to your head. Okay. Okay? The first word is learning and organizational development. HR. <laughs> <laughs> the second word is offboarding. HR. <laughs> <laughs> the, the third word is children. Social work. Nice. The fourth word is social work. Giving back. Nice. And the fifth word is, are you ready? (laughs) I'm scared. Compliance. HR, I guess. HR is... Damn, HR's on your mind, you know, like Georgia for my man Ray Charles. (laughs) But I feel like compliance you like feel like it's a lot greater than it really is and it's really not that's the most straightforward part of hr that there is is a compliance piece got you it's very straight straightforward it's just laws well you got to know the laws did you study law at all while you're there um why were, were you in college now? no but we have there's a lot of like what websites you can go to okay. um to like keep up with the laws and stuff such like as that. let us let our let our audience know um you can go to sherm sherm is probably the number one hr website yeah. um so you can go to sherm there's also hrlaw.com 
Facebook.com also. Um, is that public? Like you don't have to pay for those services? You, you do, do have to pay for it. You do have to pay for it. Yeah. Okay, but, but just let usually, them know. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, so usually the job that you are at, they'll usually pay the membership for you. It's only like $200 or like $300 or something. Okay. Um, and then that way you can keep up to date with whatever laws there is that's changing and stuff. Wow, that's fantastic, though. At least you're yeah. able to stay abreast of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you, you have Because these things change all the time. You know, I used to tell my, my bosses, like, you want us to get to work, but we got trainings. Like, we got to do these trainings because these things change yearly. You have to, yeah. You know? You they want us to just trainings. breeze through it. I'm like, I mean, dude, like, now nah, if I get in trouble, like, you know what I mean? I'm messed up because it's like. You should be like, I have an HR friend yeah. that tells me. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm going to be like, I yelled at you because you didn't. T- I didn't read. I didn't read that. It, you couldn't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody told me any better, you know? Sometimes we got to tell you these things, you know? It's not like things you're really going out to look for on the internet. No. 100%. And I feel like it's more about being in the work world and learning what is appropriate and what isn't. Yeah. You know, like ha- more than half the things that I know now, I didn't know when I first started. Well, that's good. That's good, man, because, you know, we actually do lose sight of that. I'll be honest. I- I'm guilty as charged, man. That's why I'm like, yo, I got to do a podcast and just be in my own world where I make my own rules. Because it's like, you know, you have to stay abreast of these things. Like the world changes. There's things that's inappropriate. You know, you're dealing with religion. You're dealing with cultures. You're yeah. dealing with so many different fac- factors, you know, in the work world world nowadays especially if you're working in new york city yeah you know that's so diverse you know there's not like one culture there's a plethora of different ways that people act you know because of the way they were brought up so you really have to be on point with things of that nature what would you yeah. tell any of these uh, anyone that wants to get into this line of work you know give a give a message to my audience right here um i'd say figure out if you have the patience number one to deal with how do you test every- your patience Along the years. I mean, how do people test my patients? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's just being able to deal with the patients and deal with the stress. Um, Knowing how to deal with stress is very important in whatever job you're in. Um, Whenever I feel like my patience is going or I feel too stressed, I literally just leave and I take a walk. And then I'm able to take a breather and then I come back. I feel for me, at least, that's the most effective way that I can like release some stress besides me just going off because i'm not going to do that you know um so it's mainly making sure you have the patience for it making sure that your stress level you can keep that under control um that you're able to multitask um and that you're passionate for it and i feel like that's in any job like in any job that you do have whether it be hr whether it be engineering or finance or something you have to have passion for what you like do because if you're just there from eight to five and you're just doing whatever it is to get the job done you're not gonna be happy you're gonna be stressed and that's not the way to live a life and you are satisfied with what you're doing right now i love what i do you do you love what you do all right that's great to know man because a lot of people do these jobs like you said just to get a paycheck a lot of them do because a lot of them haven't been able to find themselves um, yeah. and don't really know, I guess, what they do or they just fell into it or something like that. You know, um, I love what I do because I'm able to help the employees be be like better and be a better version of themselves and being able to improve on certain skills that they never really were able to prior. And I'm also able to help the side of the business grow as well. So it's not just me helping them, but they're also helping me because I'm growing as well. You know, and I guess certain people have that a mindset like me that I'm very much that growth person. I'm very much that wanting to learn, that wanting to improve my own skill set, that I'm, I never really stop learning. That whatever business I do go to, I'm always learning something different or a better way to do this or a better way to do that. 
And that's what I expect from my employees, too. Would you ever start your own HR consulting firm? I do, actually. During the COVID thing, um, I looked into it a lot. And I do want to. Um, it It's just scary. Yeah. Because um, I... As being an HR, I do having I do like having that structure. Um, so, which is why I did the music breeds thing because that's my first, I'd say, consulting gig. Um, so I'm starting off small, um, but eventually I'll get there. I just need to have that backing as well. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you want to you want to build that from the ground up because if you're gonna start a firm, you know, it's a whole big thing, man. It, no, it's huge, and like I feel like <clears throat> if I had a husband or something, you know, it would be yeah. different because I would have him as like my like my structure or my support in that aspect of things, but yeah. I don't. So it's, it's just on me. That's it, so man. I better it's off. Just you have to deal with a different personality, 100%, 100%. man. Go do what you got to do. 100%. It's it. it's so I feel, <laughs> so I feel like it's on me to sink or swim and yeah. I'm not the type of person to fail. So yeah. I need to make sure that I am structured in my own way in order to succeed, whether it being one consulting gig there and then, and another one here, but at some point I'll get some more. At some point. Got you. And what do you study to get into this before we end the podcast? I studied psych. Okay. So but my, what, my other, what, what other things can you study to get into this You can this field? study HR. Um, okay. You can get your master's in HR. Um, okay. I, I think I went into the perfect field for it just because you are dealing with all different types of type different types of personalities, okay. right? So it's more about being able to have that mindset to switch it on and off to whoever you're speaking to and stuff like that. Um, having a background in psychology has helped me a lot in in my like work, and I feel any other field wouldn't have helped me out as much. Got you, got so, you. Yeah. Well, Miss Carrasco, thank you for being part of no the problem. Angel Awards podcast and dropping that HR <laughs> knowledge. I'm telling you, I learned a lot today. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. going to wake up tomorrow morning with a fresh new idea on life, <laughs> and I'm going to get online and find out what's appropriate and what's not appropriate so I don't sure. get in trouble and never have to go see mom at HR. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in, everyone, and we'll be talking to you next week. Thank you. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed my interview with human resource director and expert, Miss Francesca Carrasco, who was here dropping the knowledge on what we need to do to make sure that we keep our jobs and are comfortable at our jobs. Now, folks, you know, you can find me on YouTube at Angela Words ENT by clicking on the notification bell. You know, we are also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. The Cash App is A-O-W-E-N-T if you want to leave a donation. And if you want to know what I'm up to on my social media and get that secret content, follow me at Angela Words ENT, all one word. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Talk to you later.